waiting for the next speaker, one of the founders of Sweden's poster, bo poster boy case for building value, Klana. And the only thing I found was this little movie, and it's in Swedish, but I've tried to use a very good Chinese translation agency, so we'll have some sort of translation coming up on the side for the U-investering. Det finns dock en förklaring till att kreditors kontor för tillfället är lika mysigt som ett östtyskt partihögkvarter. Man har precis växt från 3 till 10 anställda och flyttat in i nya lokaler på Sveavägen. Framtiden ligger för deras plötsligt. Jag tror att fördel att börja som entreprenör, som, som fattig, börja som student, för du är van vid en knappbudget. Eh, när man väl börjar smaka på det goda livet och dyra krogbesök så är det nog svårt att sätta sig till entreprenörsrollen. Och sen är det en väldigt, väldigt skön känsla för varenda övertids, om man får övertid jämfört med åtta timmars arbetsdag, varenda timme man sitter här på en lång fredag eller sitter här på annan dag, påsk eller vad det nu är för någonting, eller en söndag eller någonting. Så sitter man så här och, och myser över att konkurrenterna är hemma och är på semester. Och de gör ingenting för tillfället. Så varenda timme som jag lägger till, det är liksom ytterligare ett steg snabbare än vad de andra är. Det är helt omöjligt att säga vad vi får om tio år. Kan man ju rensa stenen eller på... Vänta. Kör att de tänder. Välkommen upp, Niklas Adalberg. Please have a seat. And you look exactly as you did back in the beginning of the company. It's been a fast ride in a very, very short period of time. Right. And you were actually flipping burgers at Burger King, right? Yeah, that was uh, when the career started, 14 years old, uh, at Burger King. And, and then you went to the, 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 the business school, and all of a sudden you came up with a great idea to change the world of payment. Could you tell us how that started? Well, I guess it, it's a quite long story. It, I guess it's all started... Uh, when me and Sebastian, we, we both have very low self-esteem. <laughs> uh, and we decided we want to go for a, a trip uh, that no one else had done of our friends. So we decided after a wet night to go around the world without flying. And we got all the way to Australia. And we had to be back uh, before August because Sebastian had a re-exam. So he could continue his master's in the business school. Um, but in Australia, we missed the boat over to the Pacific Ocean. Uh, and the next one left three weeks later. So we had to take a decision there. Should, should Sebastian go back so we could go into his studies again? Or should we continue the travel? And uh, we continued, went back, went all the way around. And this was 2003. So Sebastian had to go and find a job. And he couldn't find a job because it was a recession period, basically, in, in Sweden. So the only job he could find was at the, as a telesales person at a debt collection firm. Uh, and that, in that job, he got in contact with e-stores, trying to sell online on invoice. And he tried to sell this service, and, uh, but he didn't want it. But they said that if you take the risk so we can uh, offer invoice to our customers, then we're interested. And that's when the idea was born. So if we wouldn't have missed that boat, <laughs> 
It would be no Klarna. So it's but but also Sebastian pitched that idea to the telesales company and said, let's create this business, right? Let's do, let's be innovative, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, and what really did he got say? got an attraction and uh, they didn't want to do it the same way as he did. So he went back to business school and presented the idea to me and, and Victor. And we decided, sure, let's give it six months and see what's happened. And what is Klarna today? So Klarna today, we have almost 800 employees full time. And um, I think we were close on about 140 million euro in turnover this year with a profit. And, 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 and what, do, what, do you, what do you think are some of the success factors? I mean, Burger King is a great company, but where did you pick up the, the skills to build such a company? Uh, so I think, I mean, the number one is probably loads of luck. I mean, <laughs> we, we, it was at the right time, it was 2004 or 2005, so the e-commerce side started to get uh, generate transactions. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's one thing. Uh, another thing is that, I mean, being 23 years old with, uh, once again, Burger King and cleaning airplanes as job experience, you realize quite quickly that you can't do this without better people inside the company. So we did so many mistakes in the beginning, realizing our incompetencies. We, we hired people that were much stronger than us. And they are the ones that basically built the company to where it is today. Was it also a question of not having so much to lose, maybe, that you were braver or that you were faster or something else? Yeah, sure. I mean, being a student, you have nothing to lose, right? Uh, we were financed by CSM the first six months. <laughs> the Swedish uh, study loan. <laughs> so there was no like, al alternative cost to it. So we could take loads of risk. And um, I think that was an important factor, of course. Uh, and also being uh, very naive. I mean, if, if, if I would have the experience I have today, I would never, ever start a payment company. <laughs> and I'd never do it again. Uh, but being that young, uh, you just go ahead and try it out. But you also somehow magically managed to get the best investors in the world, you know, the best articles from the coolest newspapers, and you've been doing everything right. And it's sort of, it looks so easy somehow when you look at it from, from, from the side. What, what do you think are some of the success factors? Who are your investors? Uh, our investors today is uh, Sequoia Capital and DST and General Atlantic. And, and DST has invested in very few companies. They've invested in Facebook, they've invested in Groupon, they've invested in Singa, mm -hmm. they've invested in Klarna, and they've invested in Spotify. Right. So it's a, it's a good group to be, to be with. And a lot of pressure as well, of yeah. course. Uh, and I, I think when looking back in the mirror, it looks like everything was planned this way and so on. Mm -hmm. But we've done so many mistakes in this company. And I think it's all about to, to realize when you do mistake that to, to correct them and hopefully not do the same mistake three or four times more. What, would you, uh, what are some of the mistakes you've done? Oh, I think, I mean, uh, on, a, on a larger scale, I would say it's, I mean, we did that like all other Swedish company. When you expand, you tend to go to the ones that are closest to you, which yeah. is Norway, Finland. If I could redo it, I would go to Germany directly. Ten times the market, but it's the same amount of work you need to put into it. Uh, I guess that was one mistake. Um, another mistake is probably that one of us should have learned programming. I mean, we are a tech company and we're three business guys starting it. And it uh, is some distance. And uh, you just have to give a loads of trust to these 200 developers we have. Mm -hmm. And I, I rather like control. So <laughs> that's a tough thing. So one of us should be a developer or learn that. And when you recruit people, do you recruit other young people? Or do you think sort of that gray hair has a value? Leading question. No, but, but, but do, you, do you think that sort of, do you, what's the average age on Klarna? 
So I, I think when we started out, the average age was, of course, very young, uh, 23, 24. Uh, but now that was one experience that we learned, that it's, it's not only about hire for attitude, it's also about hire for attitude and experience. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so we do now. So we hire um, much more gray-haired people. <laughs> <laughs> Good, if I ever need a job, I know, you know. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> and and uh, looking at, at sort of the, the, the coming as a Swede, conquering the world, what, what, what is the reputation of, of, uh, of Sweden? Is it easy to come out, you sort of get the right meetings and get everything, or uh, it doesn't, is it only us that cares about Sweden thinking this is a tech hub? Or what's your experience internationally? No, I think it's good, and I think it's getting better and better. I mean, with the international success of companies like Skype and Spotify and Blocket and all this, we, we get a good reputation, I think, in the tech community. Mm. I think that's one thing, but uh, the other thing, being in payments, it's all about creating a local feeling. Mm -hmm. So in Germany, we try to do everything to pretend being a, a German company. That's a way to create trust. Now, it's interesting. Klarna, where does the name come from? Uh, nowhere, I guess. Um, we, we, we realized 2007 that we needed to change name because Kreditor didn't work internationally. Mm -hmm. And it took us two years of fights and uh, uh, competitions of different names and so on to agree on on a name that no one really hated, <laughs> uh, and that was Klarna, so no one put in their veto into that. And so it doesn't mean anything, it's a positive word, we can do whatever we want, mm -hmm. which I think is a good thing when you're an entrepreneur, you, you, you don't really, you, you can't stick to a plan longer than six months, so if we want to do something else in another direction, we can do that with Klarna, because it doesn't mean anything. So you, you, you have six-month plans? We're trying now to reach from six to nine months, which is a <laughs> hell. But it's not five-year plans and sort of... No, unfortunately not. I mean, we, we should have that, but we're not, I guess, not or professional enough. Or maybe you shouldn't. Enough. Maybe I think that's uh, Amazon. I think Amazon have six-month plans and then they have 10-year mm. plans. They, do, they, don't do, they don't bother with the in-between, so to speak. Right. But how do, you, uh, how do you see payment development? If you take a look at your industry, that's one of the most uh, bustling sector right now with startups coming in left and right, where the banks are making moves, where the telcos are making moves and mm. so forth. How do, you, how do you see that evolve? I think the, the way we see payments is that it's not that much innovation happening because they're all based on the same Visa, MasterCard infrastructure. And looking at like the, the, the payment stack, it's like 10 different players that's going to have a small part in this payment. Mm. Uh, and in order to change anything here, it's very, very hard. Uh, what we've done and what we believe in is that if you own the entire payment stack, that's where you can create innovation. So we believe that it should be much, much easier. It should be on the web like a, a like button, but instead a buy button. And that's the, the direction we are moving. Because mm -hmm. that's when you really get the, the, the same conversion as you do in, in uh, the physical store, for example. Yeah, but what, what, what are the conversion rate differences? If you only have electronic payments and now you offer Klarna with invoice. How does that change the... the so on average we create uh, an increase of 25% in increased of conversion Of total rate. sales of the e-commerce company. Yeah. So it's quite easy pitch <laughs> in that sense. Yeah. And that's because... Hi, so you want 25% higher revenues? Yes. Okay. Right. Uh, right. So it's very easy. And I think that all the time when you do sales you should always try to package it, what it really does for the, for the customer and it's most of the time increased sales is like the number one pitch. 
if you would look at some of the sort of growth enablers, you need to have technology, you need to build the right team, you need to sort of market, um, maybe you need to go into new markets. What are, what are, what are the sort of the, the, uh, the most challenging sites? Or how do, you, how do you look upon, if you lose sleep, what do you, in which area do you lose sleep? I think, that, I mean, for our, uh, in our business idea, I mean, the risk is the ones we would put most energy into. Mm -hmm. We have 70 people now just working with the scoring cards, mm -hmm. making sure it's the right people that are allowed to, to purchase. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's one thing. And I think the uh, second is engineering. I mean, I think we have 37, last time I counted, 37 different nationalities working in our engineering departments because mm -hmm. it's so hard to find in Sweden. Mm -hmm. So I think that, I mean, if, if I, uh, I heard you ask that question before, if you were the major of Stockholm, what would you do? And I think what I would do is that it's, it's so many people that might have this programming skill but never discover it. Mm. So why not introduce programming, basic programming in the mandatory school? Because mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, tech is future. And one thing is being programmer, another thing is being able to procure programming. And uh, to do that in a good way, you should know some basic programming. So it's kind of like we, we learn, uh, you know, we learned typewriting when I was uh, young in school. We mm. should learn programming, all of us. Right. Uh, are, right. There, are there good programmers here? There are, but there is, I mean, it's high, high competition to get them. Mm. I mean, I think we fight with Skype and Spotify on every engineer. And it's, uh, you have to pay a lot of salary. We have um, uh, a compensation package that is based on stock options and stocks that we need to, to put in there in order to get them. So it's a very uh, rare, rare to find. We sit here 10 years from now. What is Klarna? Oh, if we're going to have a new movie, so <laughs> yeah. be careful of what you say. <laughs> well, if we continue to be very, very lucky, I, I hope that we are, uh, instead of uh, seven markets, maybe 70 markets, um, I hope that the majority of the e-commerce business flows through our system. And I hope that one day you're able to, to purchase from this old lady in India selling carpets online and you don't take any risk because we take the risk and hence we can erase borders across nations. That's the that's dream and the vision of the company. That's a wonderful vision. You've done super well. I'm very, very happy for you and impressed and inspired and so are many here in the audience. Thank you very much. Thank you so much.